Hey guys, Dizlife Mark here, and I want to tell you all about the official travel partner here at Chipping Company. Let our good friend Sarah at Destination to Travel help you plan your next Disney vacation. Sarah specializes in planning dream vacations for your family. She's an authorized Disney vacation planner, and she can help with every step of your magical vacation. The best thing is that her services are 100% free. Want to travel beyond Disney? Sarah has you covered there too. Want to find out more? Fill out a trip request form over at the website at Chip Co. or email her directly at sarahsolberg at d2travel.com. What are you waiting for? Start planning that dream vacation today. Email her at sarahsolberg at d2travel.com. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Welcome, foolish mortals. Greetings, program. Amigos, amigos down there. It is me up here. Howdy, folks. Please keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the train and remain seated at all times. Nice work, pal. Well, we have one of those new talking machines. Now that is something. We know what our goals are. We know what we hope to accomplish. And believe me, it's the most exciting and challenging assignment we've ever tackled. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Diz Life Podcast. Thank you for being a part of our Disney lives here on the Chip and Company Podcast Network. My name is Mark Valentine, and I am the host of Diz Life Podcast. Join us weekly as we discuss the very best of Disney parks, resorts, dining, and beyond. Don't forget, smash that subscribe button to access more incredible audio content from Chipping Company and the Chipping Company Podcast Network. Just a reminder, head over to chippingco.com for the latest and the most uplifting headlines from across the Disney parks around the world. We'd like to give a special shout out to the patrons of this podcast program, uh, the members of our Patreon page who have special access to bonus content and much, much more. If you would like to support this radio program, visit us at patreon.com forward slash Podcast. Last week, we said goodbye and we bid a fond farewell as we reflected on the two years of this program and broadcasting over on the Dislife RSS feed. It was a proper and beautiful episode. And I spent much of that time, Greg and I spent much of that time looking backwards. And so today on the first episode of the Diz Life podcast presented by Chip and Company, we are looking forward to the future together. So welcome to the Chip and Company podcast network, all you Diz Lifers out there. Here is to a bright future of working with an incredible team. And this week's episode, as we said, is going to be all about that future, bright skies ahead for both this podcast and for the Walt Disney World Company. So what screams the future more than D23 at Disney? But before we get into the future of Disney and talk about what we would like to see at the D23 conference, let's give a warm welcome to my Disney co-pilot, the honorary guardian of the galaxy, the one and only Disney fanatic, Greg Gately. Greg, how are you doing, my friend? Ahoy, hoy, Mark Valentine. And I am so proud to be here today. It is awesome on our first episode here at the Chip and Company Podcast Network. Uh, looking forward to working with you for a long time. Not only do we have this show, but we also have and Company that comes out on Thursdays. So if people don't get enough of us talking here, you can then listen again on Thursdays. But this is awesome, man. I'm really happy for Dislike Podcast to be moved over to the Chip and Company Podcast Network. And I'm really looking forward to the future, especially D23. Yeah, and when you subscribe, Dislifers, we have this show on Monday, Disney Parks and Review on Tuesday, Disney News and Review on Wednesday, and Company on Thursdays, and then Extra over the weekend on Saturday. So that is five days of Disney Podcast to help you in your commute, to make that commute more magical, your time on the elliptical, or even if you just want to relax and get an extra dose of Disney Shipping Company Podcast Network has you covered five days a week. Did with, you say elliptical? Yeah. What do you what, use? What, do you use what, an elliptical or do you use a treadmill? What do you What do um, you enjoy, Greg? I'm what, curious. What's the um 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 
treadmill bike thingy. Yeah, that's What's like a that? low low impact. Yeah, it's like an elliptical. Oh, oh I don't use anything. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I do, Mark? Grace. I walk around the park. I'm unhealthy. No, I'm just, diabetes just get, has kicked my butt. I am. I don't, I mean, no, I'm kidding. Greg, I'm kidding. You, what do you do? I'm unhealthy, Mark. <laughs> I live on Disney snacks and treats uh, and on Mickey pretzels and anything shaped like Mickey Mouse. What, that is my diet. Enjoy the buffet. What blood type are you, Greg? Dole Whip. Dole Whip. 100% Dole Whip positive. <laughs> that's my sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you no that was like, amazing it's an elliptical <laughs> uh but for those people who are not accustomed to what this life is all about there you go welcome that was your trial by fire we're, we're always here living our best disney lives and just joking and uh, we're talking again we're talking disney parks resorts and it's just general banter uh but so let's um dude let's talk about what happens during this year's uh d23 um we've talked about we've been leading up to d23 and talking about the future, uh, almost every Disney Park fan looks to D23 as being that quintessential event of what's going to tell us what's happening in parks. Um, what we think. So today's show, Greg, I want to make this what we think could happen. Get into what we may know about the the topic and what we already know about D23 going into it. And then maybe making some educated guesses about what we think might be discussed on the floor but you're going to be out there. You've talked about how excited you are to be flying out to California with Chip. The two of you are going to be covering this event. So when when is D23? For anyone who doesn't have this on their radar yet, what is D23? When are you going to be out there? Tell the peoples why this is so exciting for the future of the company. So let's start with what D23 is. D23 Expo is the largest Disney fan experience and convention that happens every other year. Uh, it is this year. It did not happen last year. It did not happen the year prior because of pandemic. So this has been on hold for three years. We've not had a Disney D23 convention. Happens out in Anaheim at uh, across the street from Disneyland. So really looking forward to going to Disneyland and enjoying the uh, the whole convention. Listen, th this is the convention where they've announced uh, Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. This is the convention where they announced the Epcot overhaul. Uh, this is where they talk about all the new movies coming out on Pixar. Pixar. Uh, and I'm really excited. They just announced today a giant Marvel panel, which they're going to have out there. So this is the, 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 the quintessential Disney news all happens at one time at this convention. And let's be really so important here, Mark, is we're not going to talk about the Marvel and the no. Star Wars and all this other stuff. We're focusing on the parks and the resorts and the products that may be seen at D23 this year. Greg, what do you, what do you expect? So what are your expectations before you're like even going out? I mean, you and chip obviously are your game planning and you're, you're going in this kind of with an idea of what you expect to hear. I mean, you, you always will be surprised and there's stuff that you, you don't know that will get announced, but on a scale of one to 10, where would you say your expectations are for this D23 having not had a conference now because of pandemic, you know, where do you fall on your, uh, the level of excitement and expectations that you have going in? So we know as fans, uh, and, uh, people who are hardcore Disney fans know that around every five years, Disney does a massive release of information of what they expect to do over the next coming five years. This is that five year period. We are I'm I personally am looking forward to this parks panel where I think we're going to hear some major information, some stuff we kind of have an idea about, like you can think about Tron. We'll we'll get into individual things. But I think this is the year you're going to hear some major, uh, major happenings, major announcements. This is going to be headed by Josh tomorrow. Uh, it is actually has its own name called Wonderful world of dreams the disney parks and experience so a lot of stuff coming out of this look here's mark between you and i and i think you had a good rebuttal to this so i'm going to throw out my idea sure sure is uh san diego comic-con just ended just, just wrapped, wrapped up. up it was huge for marvel huge Gigantic. marvel news obviously everybody knows marvel is is owned by disney if disney is smart enough to let all that news hit at San Diego Comic-Con and not at D23, I think it opens up 
for bigger news to come out of D23 and let them talk about that. So everybody gets a month of being able to talk about Marvel, Phase 4, Phase 5, Phase 6, and that didn't happen at D23, which is their fan convention. That means there's something in the works and there's something big that's going to drop. They, that, they would rather have that in the news cycle than Marvel. Well, it's so funny because the last D23, so much of it, really focused on the intellectual property and what was going to happen on like Disney plus. And I remember the last convention, people really saying how very little of the parks was discussed. Yeah. We got, we got some drops about Epcot. We got some updates about, you know, the, the Tron, uh, light cycle run, but people felt that the last parks panel was light comparatively speaking to the intellectual property that was being discussed. So you and I talked about this in prep for this show. And I said, I, I do think that they're clearing the way. I think it's smart for them to talk Marvel and star Wars at San Diego comic-con, if only because that's the right venue to do it. That's the audience that's clamoring for Marvel and star Wars and anything like nerdy and intellectual property. This is the Disney file, the parks, like die hard. This is your Mecca. You make the pilgrimage to hear straight from the CEO and the, the head of parks mouth. What is coming? So I think that Disney purposefully paved the way. They don't want any of the MCU roadmap in the way. They don't want any of the Lucasfilm stuff muddying the waters. I, I agree with you, man. I think you're spot on. I think if they're going to be dropping huge swaths of, information it's going to happen here like this is where it's going to happen man i i'm really excited I, I like goosebumps i have goosebumps right now thinking of what this can turn into um and let's put the let's put this out there d23 is the start of 100 years of wonder which is the 100th anniversary starts the following october 16th of 2023 will be the 100th year of the walt disney company uh it's going to be so we're going to hear a lot about that we're going to see how that will play into what's going to happen at the parks there is a lot of excitement that is building around this d23 that we can see the rumor mills churning big time right now and look we are going to touch on one or two things that everybody wants to hear at every d23 for the past 10 years and i think we're going to touch on it and uh let's see where we stand on some of this all right so in this episode i want to be really clear because so many people come here to chip and company for news and you know parks in review and news in review uh we here at chip and company pride ourselves in not dealing in speculation and rumor and conjecture this episode, Dislike Podcast, again, to be clear, for those people who come to this podcast network for news, this episode right now, what we are doing is we are purely speculating and having fun. We're not breaking news. We're not saying that these are the things that we're going to talk about. Dislike Podcast is, is always about fun, talking about resorts and hypotheticals. We live and breathe in the parks ecosystem, and these are just fun little discussions that we have. Very seldom, if ever, do I ever think we will break news on this show unless right before we go to air, something amazing happens and we're like, uh, dude, that just happened. I do have breaking news, by the way. Do you? I do. Scandalous, dude. Scandalous. So scandalous. Make me into a liar already. Go ahead. Break I'm it. going to, I'm going to, uh, and you're going to hear about this and this is going to be coming out in probably the next week or two. Apparently, the Contemporary Resort will be getting a new gingerbread house this year. And it was not around last year. There's going to be a new gingerbread house at the Contemporary. And it's supposed to be Cinderella's Castle. Whoa. With the 50th anniversary. But again, rumors and speculation are not our thing. Hence why it's not up on the website <laughs> right now. But um, drop it like it's hot, man. Drop it. So yeah, Mark, look. But don't you, put it you together. Have, you have it nailed. Yeah, but uh, we, we don't do put not, it together unless, hot. <laughs> if we don't have... Um, proof, if we don't have uh, the, the article in front of us from Disney, we won't put it up on the website. We okay. never do anything about speculative or rumor-wise. We actually stopped doing that about five years ago to be more precise and let people know that this is a great place to come to get all your Disney news and have a good time in a positive way. <laughs> well, let's have a good time. <laughs> all right. And away we go! And away we go! <laughs> all right, so... I can see... See, here's the funny thing, Mark. Like you're... 
well, we're on the Chip and Co. podcast network now. I must be a little bit more serious. There will be no goofing around. No. We will not mention the 100-acre wood friends. We will not have any of that shenanigans. In fact, Greg, let me lead. I am now the dance partner, and I'm leading. Well, can I tell you something? Yes, my friend. Every once in a while, we're just going to goof around. <laughs> Love it. I always feel bad when I hear that noise. Don't you have like a little tinge of, oh man, no. Goofy just hurt himself again. No, I have nothing but amazing memories of those sports videos from Goofy. Like that, that, that right there, that's like chicken soup for the Mark soul that I think mm-hmm. back to just sitting in my living room, laughing at Goofy and the how-to videos. Those were the absolute best thing in my life. I did. And then somewhere in my thirties, I was like, oh, that poor, just means he got hurt. Poor Goofy. Wow. Poor Goofy. So. Woo hoo hoo hoo. <laughs> all right you and i are listen uh, you, you know where my heart lies from time to time and i don't want to start a i don't want to start a fight right off the bat but you know how much i love the west coast best coast that that said we are walt disney world annual pass holders and since that is our park of deference let's start with the magic kingdom and speculate on what we want to see from d23 and talk about and maybe give odds of do we think we're going to see this or an announcement? And so what would be your five, six, seven items on your wish list for D23? Let's just go like, let's go back and let's do five, maybe between the two of us. I'll let you go first, man. Um, what do you what do you think? What what would be your putting money on? What would you say is the one thing that you really think we're going to we're going to hear? All right. So uh, we're going to go odds. So up to 100 percent. Or should I say what they are and then we'll do a percentage afterwards? Uh, let's let's run down the list, too, and then we can. And I like that. That's a really good idea. You can see we plan this out. <laughs> let's <laughs> let's talk about them and then revisit them and recap yeah. them and then give them a percentage of. I will write down when we say, OK, so let, okay. I'm going to start off with something that's so simple that everybody probably already knows. Uh, we're going to get an opening date for Tron Light Cycle Run. Boom. Right off the bat. I think that's going to be the first thing that Josh DeMar says. Um, I really hopeful. I'm, uh, we have to, right? Like we have to get some kind of word on Tron. They're test running it. They're creating posts for social media, showing the, the track, you know, and showing them the making the actual run right now. The graphics aren't up. None of, none of the special effects, none of the lighting is really in place, but we've got to be getting this right. I'd be shocked um, if I'd be shocked if we're not getting this. I'm, I'm not only that, but I will give you an opening date. You think it's okay? Go ahead. November fifteenth. Now, why did you settle on November fifteenth? Pure speculation. Uh, first off, I went mid mid November. Okay. I think we're going to see this open before the end of the year. I think uh, once this happens, D twenty three happens. I think you're going to hear the announcement of uh, the grounds are almost done. The tracks. Uh, are almost laid everything is almost done out there it's just uh residual work i think you're going to hear about cast member previews and annual pass holder previews that's going to last for two to three months so i'm looking i'm looking at mid-november all right i'm going to go april of next year because i think that they have enough crowd for the christmas season they don't need to manufacture crowds and so when is it's april right the the uh, the celebration's over April is the end of yeah end of March is the end of the Walt Disney World 50th anniversary. There's my money. I'm going to say that they're going to they're going to culminate the celebration with rechristening Tomorrowland and opening the the coaster. See, we don't always have to agree on stuff. No. This is what makes a good conversation. And it's okay to be wrong, Greg. <laughs> I'm just telling you right now, it's okay to be wrong. Mark my words. <laughs> Mark my words it's gonna happen <laughs> oh we want to play that way all right, all right so, so let's go to number two all right so the second one i i know that you are probably holding out hope with uh, as i say this don't cry on me don't cry i know you're gonna get sentimental but i think if you're getting a tron announcement i think you're gonna probably find out when the walt disney world railroad is gonna be rerunning again and i know that you're gonna get really sentimental Will you be the first person on, will you be on the first run of the railroad and tell me why? October 1st, 2020, I will be first in line at the Magic Kingdom. That's your That is my prediction. See, now I think you're right on, on that. Uh, I look, 
that railroad you and I have discussed in past episodes that people can go back and find, but uh, I'll, I'll reiterate a few things. One, um, my childhood is wrapped up around the Walt Disney World Railroad. Uh, it's Walt's baby. If you don't have a, his vision of what the railroad could be back in his old backyard, you don't have Disneyland or Disney World. It means everything to me. I think we're going to see it sooner than later. I've been watching the construction almost daily over at the Magic Kingdom. I think you're going to see that open. I think the demand is there. It's been closed since 2018. I think you're right on. I think we are going to get an opening date at D23. I think you'll hear a time. I would agree with you on that November date. So that's that's the one that I think you could hear for for November for the Christmas season. I think they could they could definitely have that open for the Christmas season. So. Yeah, let's do it, man. All right. What else, man? Like, so we're still in the Magic Kingdom speculating on what we want to hear from D23. What else do you think is out there that we could hear about or that is on our wish list? Uh, this is on our wish list. I don't know how much if or whatever. This one's just, it's lower down on the percentage for me. I'm looking for word about Stitch's Great Escape and a, uh, a refurbishment and a new ride going into that room. Is it going to be Captain EO meets the uh, I hope Atlantis Lost Empire? Michael Jackson and Michael J. Fox share a screen together. Uh, <laughs> for that... <laughs> For people no, who, yes. uh, I think you're going, I don't know if they're going to use the technology that is already in there. I think if they do, that, that's kind of silly of them. Um, if they were going to rush something and put that in there, then yeah, that's what you would do. I don't think Disney's going to rush anything anymore when it comes to rides. I don't know if Disney is going to just use that technology. If I'm being honest, I think that, that whatever that is, it's going to be gutted and it's going to be something brand new because it was, it didn't do, I mean, uh, yeah, there's, there's diehard fans and it's a cult classic. Alien Encounter is a cult classic. People look back on it as a scary experience, but listen, man, there were a lot of people who didn't like Alien Encounter. They tried to soften it by putting Stitch in there. There's not a lot of rides that my niece gets scared at. My niece hated Stitch's Great Escape, hated it, like creeped her out to the max when. Oh, I've seen grown people scared and running out of that room yeah did not like it so i don't think they're gonna triple down on that technology and i mean you can use something that's similar to it like the tough to be a bug there's a lot of people who don't like that because it gives them the creepy crawlies so i think the chances of getting the same system like the same ride system slash show in there is slim to none i'm gonna be honest with you man i think that getting an announcement on this area of Tomorrowland, I think it's slim to none. I don't think they're going to really focus on it. People just walk by. People don't pay it much mind, much attention. Yeah. I, my honest opinion too, and this is going to be a hot take. I think it's going to turn into a restaurant. I don't think you'll ever see a ride in that room again. Yeah. Now I no. have the next one that I would like to see, and I have speculated that I, I put money on this. So like I, I'm pushing all to the center on this. Like this is my all in push. All on red. All on red. So I think what I would like to see is a nighttime parade announcement. You know, maybe Main Street Electrical Parade is what I think. There was a discussion about the Main Street Electrical Parade becoming a touring venue and moving from park to park so that it doesn't overstay its welcome. Here's a hot take that you may or may not know about, Greg. He hates the Main Street Electrical Parade. So right now... He is trying to suffocate himself in the studio because he doesn't want to talk about it. But look, I love the Main Street Electrical Parade. I would like to see an announcement of a nighttime parade. And so here's why I think I'm right on this one. Disney started experimenting with two fireworks shows again. Why would they do that, Greg? Because they want to run one fireworks show, parade, second fireworks show. That's why, man. I am all in on nighttime fireworks. Or I'm sorry. I'm all in the nighttime parade. I am not all in on the Main Street Electrical Parade coming back to Walt Disney World. I think you'll see Spectrum Magic or something like that way before you ever see Main Street Electrical Parade back at Walt Disney World. What I really do think, though, is you're going to see a brand new nighttime parade coming down Main Street USA. Okay. Let's hope. So, 
I'm going to take the next one, which is already a given. We know that we're going to get more information about this. It's already been announced. Uh, I don't know if we're going to hear a closing date or opening date, but we know it's coming in 2024, and that's Tiana's Bayou Adventure. We do have a lot of information about it, but I think we're going to get more about what's going on inside the ride, what they're going to keep from Splash Mountain, uh, and what the transport's going to be. I don't think we're going to hear opening dates. I don't think we're going to hear closing dates. But I know for 100% fact, we will be getting more information about it. Yeah, I think you're going to get a lot more concept art. I think there's going to be a lot of discussion. I'm fairly certain, just as we are with Tron, I'm fairly certain you're going to get some kind of dialogue and discussion around Tiana's Bayou Adventure which is replacing Splash Mountain both in Disneyland and Disney World. Fair, fair to say that, man. Um, fair to say that, and I'm, I'm he- all here for it. I cannot wait to get more information about this. I can't wait to see. I'm all in on uh, Tiana's Bayou Adventure. I think this ride's going to... I'm really hoping that they set up new ride systems. They let us know what's going on. But more importantly, at D23, they have a pavilion and an area that shows off new ride technology normally. So I think we're going to get a walkthrough experience of Tiana's Bar- Bayou Adventure. I like it. Yeah. All right, so I am quite the savant when it comes to social media. Thought <laughs> I say that jokingly, uh, but I don't know if you had a chance to see this. This is giving me hope for this last item that I really want to see at D23. But Jordan Fisher, who lends his vocal talents to the happily ever after fireworks, was clamoring and saying, "Come on, Disney, we got to get this back, right? Happy, happily ever after is returning, right?" To which the Disney community just went absolutely bonkers. Do we get a return of happily ever after, Greg? Or do we get something different? Like maybe, maybe it's a hundred years of magic starting, I don't know, like mid-October of 2023? Gee, Mark, what happens mid-October of 2023? I don't know, Greg. What happens in mid-October? Uh, we are going to celebrate the 100th anniversary of Walt Disney Entertainment as a company, and that is going to be a huge milestone. I think, my honest opinion is, you may see the return of Happily Ever After for a few months, but that's not going to be the final show. You may see an updated version of it, but I think starting October of 2023, you are going to see a brand new fireworks show featuring 100 years of magic or 100 years of wonder or 100 years of whatever. But I think that's going to be your next 16 month fireworks show. I don't think that Disney would do that. Selfishly. I I wish that happily ever after returned as a placeholder, just as like a, a thank you to fans who may not have had their, their chance to like give it its proper emotional goodbye. Like we had plenty of time to, commune with it but i I still think that some people didn't have a chance to give it it's it's real final goodbye but then there's also part of me that doesn't think that disney will do that if only to admit defeat and be like we were wrong enchantment wasn't great we know that you really want happily ever after well they said in the statement when enchantment came around and then recently after they said that that show was not meant to be around forever so we're going off of what their words were look i'm cool with Happily Ever After never coming back and being a special thing for the cast members only, because I think the cast members deserve something special like that. But I also don't want to see Enchantment passed next year. <laughs> How do you really <laughs> that feel? Show, that show can go so quickly. I am so not in love with, like, I don't even go over at nighttime because I'm like, I don't want to deal with the fireworks yeah, yeah. of the crowd. <laughs> Whereas in Happily Ever After, that last three months, I was there like, 45 times. <laughs> How do you really feel, Craig? All right. So uh, over under. Ask me about kite tails, my friend. Uh, we're, we're, we'll get there. <laughs> Hold on. We'll get there. We'll get there. Right, right. a little bit. Go ahead. I'm right. following you. So re- recapping, just going through the numbers, give me a percentage. Let's do this out of 100. Like 100 being it's happening, zero being never going to happen. What percentage uh, Tron light cycle run discussion? 99.9%. 99.9%. I, we agree. Uh, Walt Disney Railroad opening date 99.9%. I'm going to go with 80% on that one. Mm. I'm not mm. as sure on that. I I'm I'm sure we'll get it, but it's not 50 feet away. It yeah. is 50 feet away from being connected again. I understand, but I'm not as certain that they're going to save time on the floor for that one. I know that's you and I want that, but I don't know if they're going to devote floor time to that. So I'm going to say 80%. Okay. Um Stitch's Great Escape being replaced and something going in that space. Uh, 
<laughs> ten. <laughs> ten. I'm gonna hold out a little bit more optimism than you are. Nope. But we are, not <laughs> we are in agreement, but I'm going to hold out a little more hope. Than that's the one the fans are going to be in like, hey, we're going to get this. And then they're going to walk out and go, oh, that's the big awe moment. What do you think are the chances that one in a million? So you're yeah. saying there's a chance. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm not. All right. Um, nighttime parade. Not oh. even not even Main Street Electro. Not no, just, na- nighttime, just parade. nighttime parade. Yeah. I'm going Oh, that one's, t- I'm going 65%. 40% for me. Oh, okay. 40. Okay. Yep. Uh, Tiana's Bayou Adventure being on the We floor. already know that it's, they're going to uh, have something there about it. So it's a, it's a hundred percent that it's going to be there. What they talk about, we don't know. I'm going to give a, like a, a 70% chance that we know closing dates and opening dates. Okay. So a hundred percent, it's going to be discussed 80% that we find out something new that we haven't already known. Yeah, fair enough. All right. Uh, fireworks announcement. Something happily ever after. 100 years of magic. We are going to listen to this episode right after D23. We are. And this is where I say I am 99.9% sure we are getting a new fireworks show. 75%. Yeah, those are I, I can't believe I'm going that high. I'm... Oh, now I'm going to sit there the whole time going fireworks, 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 fireworks. Come on, lucky seven. 75%. Snake eyes. I, why would Jordan Fisher just randomly go on it like on a Tuesday afternoon? Does Talk. Jordan Fisher get paid every time the song is played? I'm sure he does. Well so. then. No, and I'm not saying he does. He does not. I can guarantee you Disney's deal is not. Oh, every time we play your song, here's five cents. Well, maybe no. maybe to they paid it. him one time and he's good. Um, no, I, I like look, it. Jordan Fisher wants to. Well, Attach yourself to Disney's name every time you can, and you're gonna make uh, you're gonna make waves. Well, he certainly did make waves, and the fans were absolutely loving it. All right, and I'm not talking down about him. I I want to clear that up. I like Jordan Fisher. I just think it's a, one of those celebrity things where I can mention it, and I'm gonna say something and get some Jordan. Dis Life loves you. Please come on the show. Uh, I saw you in Dear Evan Hansen. I absolutely love you to death. It would be a bucket list interview to have you come on the show. So, Jordan, I, I'm just saying. Have your people call my people. My people are Greg. And uh, let's work it out. Do you really want him to call me after what I just said? Call Chip. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Please call Chip. <laughs> All right, let's, let's head over to my favorite park that right now is still filled with walls. Everywhere I look is walls, um, uh, uh, which is Epcot. Walls. All right, dude, um, let's do, let's start. Let's just go like in order. Do you think we are going to get a discussion on the play pavilion? They had talked about it years ago and then all of a sudden silence, no movement, silence, no movement. It never came off the app. So it's still, when you go onto the map on uh, the, the, my Disney experience, it's still there. It hasn't disappeared. Like they would normally remove everything else. Uh, we just got word that they have re-upped some permits until 2024. So they've gone an extra year longer than they normally do. Uh, the chances of it being talked about, I think it's going to be mentioned. Uh, it's still happening. It's still going to be there. I think it's just going to be part of a recap. Okay. Fair. I'm, to me, if I'm being honest, I don't want to say it's a nothing burger because I do have some emotional attachment to it. But I mean, would this be the one thing coming off the floor that I would like gush about and be like super psyched? No, I really wouldn't. I mean, I'd be like, okay, cool, cool. I'm down with it. I will go. Yeah. I will check it out. It's, it's not. And the second thing excites me way more. And when, when I talk about there's been no discussion on this, this was... The news was dropped, and then it was just seemingly dropped. They didn't talk about this second one at all. And that is... They dropped this one hard. Um, Yeah. So the second one, Mark, is what we're all hoping to see in the Great Britain section of World Showcase is people dancing on the roofs with Mary Poppins. A Mary Poppins attraction was promised to us, Greg. And then they ripped it away. I'm just going to take it away from you. I was just, I was so excited. I don't know. It was cool. It was a cool voice. I kind of like that alter ego. You can use Thank it anytime you, you want. Um, I'll, wor- I'll work it out. We'll work at the bugs. Don't promise me a practically perfect ride and then rip it away from me. I, if we get anything from the Epcot segment of this D23 expo, I would like to have some kind of definitive word or can we like, is Mary back on track for something, please? Thank you. 
I I think this one's nothing. I think this one's dead in the water. I don't think we'll ever hear anything about it again. So I, I don't. I can't even back that up. Like uh, with any kind of uh, for for sure or anything. It's just Disney dropped that. Just was like we're not going to even discuss. Like we even talked about it. It's gone. Like it's you try and search it out on the news. It's gone. gone. So I think this one is one of those. DOA. They said it and it'll never happen. And they'll they'll constantly go. Oh well, budget cuts. And they're probably right. This is a this is a Mount Fuji Tokyo roller coaster level announcement that we were supposed to get a roller coaster over in the Japan pavilion. Right. And to this day, dead, never discussed, never to be seen again. Fuji film and Kodak could not work it out. And it's done. 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 Well, listen, I'm going to ask you, and I know that you hope that this one's going to be talked about because if you're not tired of taking pictures of this one yet, you will be in the next few months. Um, are we going to get an opening date, dude, for Moana Journey of Water? Uh, yes and no. Uh, by yes, I mean they're going to give us a rough estimate timeline of this will be open by the end of 2023 or it'll become in winter. Tw- we'll get a very, um, very loose, open ended answer on that. Will it happen? Yes, they're going to say it's going to open, but it's going to be such a loose time frame. I love the Moana, what they're doing over there. I love Epcot. I have, after seeing what they did with Guardians, the Creation Shop, Connections Cafe, and Eatery, that whole world uh, discovery area, I have a lot of hope, and I believe in what Zach Ridley and the Imagineers are doing over there. This is going to be fantastic. We're just going to have to wait until 2023 for it to open. Yeah. I think you're going to get news on Moana. I think they'll revisit it. They'll show progress, or they're going to, they'll rough commit to it an estimated date, but I don't, I don't think they're going to hard commit to it yet. Yeah. And then, so speaking of opening dates, closing dates, one of my favorite rides of all time is spaceship earth. There was rumors and they had announced, uh, right. And I'm telling you right before pandemic happened, this ride was on the chopping block to be shut down and refurbished. Are we going to hear anything about the spaceship earth refurbishment? No, I think this is another one that they're going to they're going to let it slide. This is going to be one of those rides that I really think I think they're just going to let it go for as long as they can until mechanically it can go no mo because I don't think they want to put funds into Spaceship Earth. I just I'm being honest that you've got Moana, you just had Guardians. There's I think they have other priorities even with Epcot. I don't think that they're going to fix this one or do a refurb until they are absolutely left with no other option. I think you just changed my mind for me. I originally, I was about to say, Oh, it's going to happen. And then all of a sudden I'm like, okay, no, they just released guardians. They have Moana that's coming out. Ratatouille is still brand new. If you think about it. Um, and all the other stuff that is coming, I think you just convinced me. Yeah. Spaceship earth. We're not going to get a look. People are going to walk into that park and go on that ride as long as it's running. I I think quite honestly that you are going to catch more people or you're going to catch their interest with this next one more than people are going to get excited for a new ride on spaceship earth. Spaceship earth is another one of those carousel of progress, Tiki room country bears. People have come to love it in its iteration that I think they're going to complain if you change it. I think people would like to see this next thing more, way more than they want to see something go inside of Spaceship Earth. And um, Lin-Manuel Miranda has gone on record and said he wants it. The fans have spoken with their dollars and with their time. People want Encanto somewhere. And he's basically said, give me an Encanto Columbia Pavilion. And I think, truly think, that there's a good chance that we might get like they did with, with Mary Poppins. You might get that same early concept commitment, maybe not any art, maybe no dates of when it's going to happen. But I think that Disney could very well commit to adding to the world showcase for the first time in a long time. And I think we could hear man about a Columbia pavilion with Encanto going on. Do we talk about it? Do we talk about Bruno? What do you think? Give me liberty or give me death. Give me Encanto or give me nothing. I am in full agreement with you on this. Here is 
my opinion. I don't know. I, I really, I'm, I'm kind of, this is the one that I, I know we should talk about, but I really don't have any feeling about what they're going to do. Yes, Lin-Manuel Miranda has spoken about it. Yes, there's been rumblings. The fans really want it out there. But I think it's such a new IP that I don't even think they've ever even thought about like a second movie coming out. So what's the longevity of an Encanto attraction? Long. So there's, I believe that too. I absolutely believe that too. I'm trying to get into their minds of why they would announce it here. I really do think Colombia, South America, uh, because there's no one, because there's no representation of Latin America. Correct. We have have Central America. Yes. But a geography lesson Central and South America are very different. The continent of South America has zero representation, desperately needs it. They talked about Brazil and Carnival for years. So now you have an intellectual property that is a frozen level fervor with the Disney fans. Dude, they, they had a, a canto booth and people lost their mind with the empanadas and the arepas. People went crazy just for the food. You now give them a full on canto booth and a Colombian booth. People will go crazy, dude. Right, and if we go off of uh, Disney's map styling, Belgium and Brazil share a uh, border with each other, apparently. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm with you. I think this is going to happen. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to be in World Showcase, but I do think that there is going to be an announcement of something. And again, I, I have this listed out in like four or five different places because I don't know. So I, I'm going to hedge my bets and say, no, I don't think we're going to hear anything. I think uh, this is why on the next one I put, uh, it, could it replace Morocco? No. So uh, the reason I, I brought that up is um, Morocco is now owned and run and operated by the Walt Disney Company. Correct. It is run by Walt Disney uh, Imagineers. So Morocco has nothing to actually do with that country. Is this something where Disney looks at it and goes, okay, well, we'd rather have cultural representation from a country that's going to pay to be here. Somebody like Colombia or South America put a few countries together in there. Could we see that happen in that area? So what I, you want my wish list? Here's what I would like to happen. I do want to hear Morocco discussed because I think that since the, uh, the state of Morocco pulled out as the official sponsor, I think it's languished and I don't think it's gotten a lot of attention. Restaurant Marrakesh sits idle. It's going to become like a cooling station and a place for people to like get refreshed and recharged. I think that's such a bad use of real estate, but I do think that Disney looks at Morocco and I think if you're if you're going to go in that direction, just make it based upon Agrabah and like just make it Arabia. Just make that an Arabian-based peninsula. But I think you'll get a really big pushback from people who find that to be culturally insensitive. So Disney is between a rock and a hard place now. Oh yeah. Morocco. Yeah. Could we just let's just say that? Because if they replace it then people look at that as being culturally insensitive that you would sort of negate an entire country and just go, we're putting in Brazil or Saudi Arabia. If you put in an intellectual property in that area, that's kind of shoehorned in. I'm looking at you, Aladdin. People are going to go, oh, why do you have to do that? Why isn't it just good enough to have the cultural representation of Morocco there? We need to have Jasmine and Aladdin. So no matter what Disney unfortunately does with Morocco, they're not going to win. So what's the best way to deal with this in all honesty is distract from it by just putting in another country and make people super happy that they're getting more. And then Mm -hmm. when you do change Morocco, it's not the headline distract. (laughs) Look over here. Shiny (laughs) thing happening. (laughs) Tatooine, Mark Tatooine. That's what goes there. Tatooine. Oh my God. People Uh, really have a fit. Let's, let's, let's be honest here. Yeah. Bring back the wall. (laughs) <laughs> they did knock down the wall. Uh, okay. Give we are us- going to talk about the elephant in the room. This no. is the big one that everybody, uh, if you follow D23, if you want to know the futures of the park, go back 10, 15 years, Mark. Will Figment survive this D23, Greg? Will Journey Will- into Imagination get refurbished, replaced, does Figment have another conference in him to like, I remember the Epcot announcement, this everyone hung on this pavilion thinking, does Figment make it? Does he survive? After the popcorn debacle, 
I think Figment survives in a new light. Okay, but here's the thing. Figment is a mascot. Does he need a pavilion? Couldn't that be inside out and be an imagination pavilion and be inside of Riley's brain and Figment can still be worked into some scenes throughout the ride? Knowing that they are starting work on Inside Out 2, I can see where that's going. No, I think if you take Figment out, you are going to have a riot. Like there's going to be people with like picket signs that they make oh, while yeah. they're inside Journey to Imagination. Yeah, they are going to be out there like daily. You are going to have anger. Like, Mr. Toad I, level. I'm, yeah, Mr. Toad level resent will be. Oh, there. yeah. And the people will will do I think a refurbishment is in place? Yes. I understand why they no. did it. Do I think you're going to find Dreamfinder? Are they going to bring back the, no. the Dream Mobile? Any of that stuff? Uh, I don't think Disney wastes resources. Listen, I love Figment, man. You know how much I love Figment and we're like, we are attached at the wrist. (laughs) Figment and I, (laughs) that's not a figment of your imagination either. You truly are. I, yeah. But if I'm being honest, I don't think that Disney is going to put money and resources and time into a third iteration of Figment. I just don't. I think if anything happens to that pavilion, they're going to toss out imagination completely and they're just going to have figment be a part of whatever it is i don't know do i think it happens at this d23 i don't know well let's let's ask okay so let's go back and let's ask uh, I, I just want to add one thing go about ahead. Figment real quick. so i do not believe in conspiracy theories uh i don't subscribe to them but i have a conspiracy theory about this Ooh. um yeah i know of all people me i really think disney's going to make an announcement and say something about this and it's going to be a small snippet that people can latch onto and do fan service for everybody out there and then it's going to be oh in five years we'll have this done and then you never hear about it again but you give the fans what they want for now appease people so go ahead okay i mean that's uh, it wouldn't it wouldn't be the first time that something like that has happened so i don't i don't disagree all right um chances again out of a hundred percent that we are talking about and here's something about the play pavilion uh 50 percent 80 i'm going in the middle 80. yeah that's great i think it's going to be high i think you'll hear something about it uh mary poppins zero five uh, i'm sorry let me let me i don't want to go definitives on anything so Point one percent, five percent for me. Very low. I think Mary Poppins yeah. is DOA. I think that that yeah. is a pipe dream. I don't think you're like we're going to talk about that thirty years from now. Of hey, remember when they thought about putting in a Mary Poppins attraction? Here's the other thing that I think really hurts it. Mary Poppins Returns did not do as well as they had thought it was going to. No, but how much do we love it? I love Mary Poppins Returns. I love Emily Blunt. Um, it it just it wasn't as good. Was she an avatar? Wasn't as good. No. <laughs> oh. Who is that? Zoe Sandala. Oh, okay. Not Rosario Dawson. <laughs> no, that's Gamora. Gamora. Was oh. in. <laughs> Thank you. Again, uh, Greg is not the best when it comes to uh, characters and people who have been cast <laughs> in movies. Breaking news. Five <laughs> percent uh, for Mary Poppins. Uh, Moana announcement or opening date? God, ninety percent. Eighty percent. I don't know if they're going to, I don't know if they're going to have a definitive, I think they'll give us a season opening. In, yeah. I, yeah I, I agree with that. I think we we both agree that it's going to be a season. We're going by the end of the year, by the like summer of fall, 2024, yeah, fall, 2023, yeah. something like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, spaceship earth just getting refurbished. I think there's a 75% chance we'll hear something. I think a 20% chance. I really don't. Yeah. Th- I would be shocked and elated but I don't. I really don't think they're going to put time and resources into it right now. I think they have bigger fish to fry than Spaceship Earth. Unless- and real quick, I, I do want to say this. Listen, if you are out there listening, please drop us a line and let us know what you think of these ideas. Do you are your percentages higher or lower than what Mark and I are going through Nate, right now? Yeah. We love hearing feedback. We want to hear what you guys out there have to say. So you can go to Dislike Podcast or to ChipandCompany.com and you can. Uh, just, just leave us a message. Tell us what your percentage is on some of these. Yeah, so go I, ahead, Mark. Go I ahead. just don't think it's going to happen. I think that Disney has bigger fish to fry right now, unless there's something we don't know about Spaceship Earth in terms of the condition and the shape that it's in. 
that they haven't really released to the public that it's just, Hey, it's gotta happen because we cannot go any much. We can't go any longer. Right. Right. And that's what I'm kind of thinking about is it opened in 83 when the park opened. Look, the park is about to have its 40th anniversary starting October 1st, 2022. The anniversary is only three months away. Yep. So Good point. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what to think. I don't know what to think right now, Mark. All right. Uh, what about a Columbia pavilion and Encanto inspired pavilion? I'm up in the air. I really have to go 50% on this. 50, 50. I don't know. I was yeah, just going to say 50, 50. This is an ACE in the hole. Uh, I don't, I don't count on it. I would be pleasantly surprised though. If you wanted to drop a bomb on D23, proverbially, this is the announcement. This is what's going to be talked about and get people hyped up. Over. That would be so, the bombshell. Mm-hmm. Yep. What about Morocco? I'm honestly, I'm probably about 60% on Morocco. 30%. I think they let it lie. I don't think that, I don't think that they care enough right now about it. I think they're going to put more energy, energy and attention into like a Colombia or an Encanto. I don't think they give this much mind again, because I think they, they know it's like a third rail to touch it right now that there's a little cultural insensitivity to just overhaul it or change it. I don't think they touch it. I think they let it lie. I think they let it ride. It's not like people are clamoring and they want it anyway. I mean, it would be great, but I don't think enough people walk by and they're like, man, you know what I'd really like to see? They don't. They just don't care. Hashtag wall. Journey into imagination. Are we getting a replacement for Figment? Are we getting something new? News about Figment, I'm going to put at 70%. And I think that's a Disney fanboy wish. So I'll put it that way. 70% that we get news and I'm a fanboy and I want to hear something. 50-50. I don't, I don't know if Figment survives another D23. I, it's, it's a coin flip. I yeah. think the closer we get to Inside Out 2, whatever the fan response is to Inside Out 2, then I think there's going to be a more healthy discussion about it. But right now, I don't know if this is the time and place for it, especially given popcorn buckets and, and he is the unofficial park mascot still. All right. He is the park mascot. All right, dude, let's get through. We don't have as much for these last two, and we're pushing an right. hour. We try to keep these episodes also to as close to an hour as we can um, to keep them consumable for your commute. But um, your favorite park, dude, the, the consummate half-day park, Animal Kingdom. Uh, are we getting a new land in Dinoland? Is that becoming Indiana Jones? Do we hear anything about Dinoland USA? No. I don't think you're going to hear anything. I think they're just going to keep it how it is this year. Maybe when they do Destination D23 the following year, maybe the following year after that, I think you're not getting anything. False. I'm going to break. I'm breaking with you right now. Breaking. Okay. okay. This, is the, this is the park. Of all of the park, this is going to be the park. Hollywood Studios got the star treatment with Star Wars Land and Toy Story Land. Epcot dominated headlines with the last one. This park right here, this is going to be the park that's going to get TLC. I am going to go out on a limb. I know that I might be wrong. To me, Animal Kingdom is going to get the most attention in this D23. This is the park that you're going to see things added. uh, You're going to get a new land, I think at minimum. I do not think it's going to be Indiana Jones. As a fanboy, I hope it's Indiana Jones, but I don't think it will be. But I think you might get a Zootopia land. You know nope. that there's, you know that there's one in the works in Asia. So would we get a carbon copy of it? Sure. Why not? Disney likes to do that. I'm looking at you, Avengers Campus over. Right. In but then again, uh, somebody mentioned on another episode, uh, they have a five year exclusivity over there. So you can't do anything for five years. <laughs> Coming in 2030. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. And the excitement is real. I would love to see updates to Animal Kingdom. I, I do love the park. I have I have issues and anger and resentment towards it because I know how great this park can be. I will go along with you on a new land, but it's not going to be new. It's going to be an expansion of Avatar. Okay. Because Avatar 2 is going to be the number one movie of all time in about a year and a half from now. I think you could very well get a third attraction over in that land that kind of ties to... They're not just getting one movie. There's there's another four Avatar movies coming out. So I think the, the likelihood of expanding upon the commercially successful and the critically successful Avatar Pandora land, I think that there's a really good chance of that. Um, are we getting a journey to the center of the earth type ride? Are we getting another e-ticket attraction? 
Disney has been asking about uh, thrill rides over at Animal Kingdom. They've been doing polling. They absolutely have. Uh, if you have never seen Journey to the Center of the Earth, please go online and check that out. I want to say Tokyo. Is that where that is? Uh, Tokyo Disney Sea. Correct. Uh, so that ride and everything about it is truly stunning and beautiful and wonderful. And it's an original IP based off of Jules Verne. Um, so I'm going to say, yes, we're going to get it. But I don't know if we're going to get the announcement this year. So here's, here's where I'm putting all my money. I think we will get some kind of announcement of a nighttime spectacular. They've got to do something at night. They've got to do something at night. If Disney doesn't start to pay attention to this park in the evening hours, it, uh, it, like uh, the, gate, the gate is going to slowly wane. I'm not going to say it's going to die, but it's going to wane. And it's not right because right now, what is the incentive? They don't, what do they stay open until six, seven? Seven, eight, eight. I mean, and look, there's my frustration I have with Animal Kingdom, and uh, we've discussed this before. Eight o'clock, it is still bright and light outside. The sun is still up. You do not get to enjoy Pandora at nighttime. No. You don't get to walk through Animal Kingdom at nighttime, which makes that park special and beautiful, and it's totally not happening right now. What are you going to do? Kite tails at night, Mark? Kite <laughs> tails at night. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, give me percent, ready? Give me percentages. Indiana Jones. Uh, ooh, five percent, two percent. New Land. Ooh, I, I I'm high on that one. Actually, I'm thinking sixty percent, fifty percent for me. I think it's a coin flip. Yeah. Uh, okay. New New E ticket attraction. Let's just keep it at that. New E ticket. Roller I think coaster. that works along with the new land. So I'm going to go 60% with that also. I'm going to say 80% on a e-ticket thrill ride. They need another thrill ride. Everyone knows mm -hmm. Animal Kingdom wants another thrill ride. They just got rid of Primeval Hurl. Yep. So they've got to do something there. And I think you're going to see something. Uh, not a date on it, but Dude, an Primeval answer. Hurl was basically an e-ticket to see if you survived. Yes. Um, expanding on Pandora. I, I think that's a 90%. 80% for me. I think we're going to get more Pandora. Um, Dino Land being gone and rethemed. Zero. Point one. 30%. 30%. 30%. I'm hoping my 30%, all of that is my hope. I don't think right. it's going to happen. All right. Uh, let's finish it up, man, with Hollywood Studios. Are we getting a parade at Hollywood Studios? Not a cavalcade. Are we getting a parade? I think this is the year, which you just said about Animal Kingdom. I think this is the year you're going to see more residual stuff outside of new lands. Like we got Toy Story. We got uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. We got all that. I think this is the year that we, they, we see new and interesting stuff like a nighttime or not even a nighttime, a daytime parade. Uh, could it be like Frozen or uh, the, the uh, from overseas? I think this is the year that we see that. What about a new attraction over in the Voyage of the Little Mermaid docking bay area? Not this D23. I don't and I have all these ideas of what I want there, and I know uh, we're kind of running out of time, so I'm just going to say not this year. Too much, too much happened in Hollywood Studios. Not to say that I don't think they wouldn't do it, but so much stuff has happened there. I don't know. Do they continue to go at Hollywood Studios? Well, I mean, why not? It's the second most popular park behind the Magic Kingdom. It has Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. That's enough to sell you. Look, they just opened up the Star Wars Hotel, uh, uh, Galactic Star Cruiser. That's Hollywood Studios. That's not separated. That has to be part of it. You have all this stuff over there. I, unfortunately, I think it's going to be the forgotten one on new rides, new anything for a long time. I think you're just going to see special things added. I think there's going to be a new... Here's, here's one. I know it's not on the list. What about a new nighttime spectacular over there? No, I think they're, I think they're pretty committed to, to movie magic. I think they're hmm. pretty committed to what they've got. I think uh, we didn't put this in here, but I think you'll get a definitive. If it's not already announced, I, I think you'll get a definitive date for Fantasmic. I think you may. Oh, have, I forgot to even put that in the list. Thank well, you, sir. That's a great one. Please. At the end, let's make sure that's in. Okay. So here's another one that I want to ask. How about Muppets? We didn't include that, but I want to talk. Muppets is hot right now it's hotter than it's ever been i think you're not going to see any muppets anywhere near the parks for a little while okay fair enough and i am a huge muppet fan I know you like are. i still watch 3d all the time like you give me muppet vision 3d you may see an update to that ride uh, uh new scenes new projection okay but i don't think you're going to see uh anything added added 
Yeah. All right. The last thing that I would say that we're hopeful for, and this is like a journey of the imagination level. Everyone's sitting like this is going to be us sitting with bated breath to wonder, will the rock and roller coaster get a retheme? Will it make it through and still be the rock and roller coaster and get a new band? Everyone knows there's been so much discussion about the contract with Aerosmith is now up that the record label that they had the contract with and the producer of the music they had the the contract with is up. So they are paying through the nose to just keep Aerosmith on that building there. I I don't know what it is. It's not disclosed, but do they finally brag retheme the rock and roller coaster? Until two weeks ago, I was probably around 90%, if not higher on this. And then I saw the retheme that happened in Paris and it tanked. They had to close it all already because the retheming did not work with the fans. Uh, some of it felt like it was not done properly. So already the retheme has been closed in Paris. So I don't think we're going to see the same type of retheme. I think they're going to be a little gun shy on this one. Does it need to happen? Do I want it to happen? Yes. Do I? Would I sit there and go, this is going to happen for sure? I don't know. I'm lost on this one. I think you have a better shot of putting something musical in there. Listen, we've all like, tell me you would not. I know that you're not the hugest fan of Goofy. Movie. Don't say Goofy. Don't say Goofy. I know, I know that you're not the hugest fan. But dude, a Powerline con- concert would be really fun. And man, it, I, I, I've got problems with Max Goof. Let me just go on record right now. I'm sorry. I know it's controversial. I have issues with Max Goof. I really don't like the way that he treats my boy Goofy. Mm -hmm. I don't think Goofy deserved any of that sass. Correct. But I would love to see a Powerline concert run or something of that. that I'm I'm with you, Mark. So here's my question about that. And this is what I ask every time somebody brings that up. To what end? You would have Goofy from a Goofy movie and Powerline over there. It's really just a small group of people fans clamoring for that if Listen, you talk man. to the average everyday <sighs> fan they have no clue what that ip is i think you're wrong because if we listen to each other's hearts we'll find that the answers aren't <laughs> far apart greg <laughs> and then maybe we'll just realize no don't quote me a goofy movie for the again. first time ever dude that oh. we're seeing this eye to eye oh. hey, 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 hey. <laughs> And there we have and there we have it. Movie theme. All right, let's wrap this up, dude. Uh, do we see a new parade percentages? Yeah, uh, 50%. Fantasmic. 100. Uh, sorry, 99.9%. Yes. And I'm going to even say by uh, yes, within the next few weeks, 99.9%. <laughs> if we haven't already heard, we'll hear about Fantasmic coming back at, yes. at Hollywood Thank you Studios. for bringing that back up. And I, at Parade, I'm like, I'm, I'm less than you 30%. I, again, I don't think that they're, I don't think that they're paying attention to a parade over at Hollywood Studios. They're packing that gate. They don't need a parade. Um, rock and roller coaster retheme. I'm I'm 30%. 20% for me. Um, and then what about more Muppets or a Muppets ride? Uh yeah, I'm like a five percent. I would love to see it though. Like that's the one thing I would love to see. We're not gonna get anything. I'm gonna go out on limb. I'm gonna say 60% of something something Muppets related. Uh completely hopeful. I know that we'll listen back after D23 and be like, man, Mark was super wrong on that. Um, what about that area of the park beyond the Hollywood Studios arch, Little Mermaid area? Are we getting movement there? I'm 70% sure that we're going to just an announcement. Yep. Something, some, some retheme. I, I don't have any clue what, but I think you're going to hear something. 90%. Wow. And every bit of that is me hoping that they do something with that. 90%. <laughs> That's what a lot of exclamation. Like this is a lot of us hoping and dreaming Yes. Uh, with a little bit of educated opinions. So if you would like to talk at us and you would like to be a part of the show, drop us an email at thisdislife20 at gmail.com. Let us know what do you want to hear about over on the, the floor of D23. We would like to know again, thisdislife20 at gmail.com. Talk back at us. Dude, this was a lot of fun. We're, here's the one thing. We are super excited for the future of Disney the first episode of Dislike Podcast was us talking about the future of Disney in an era of pandemic. Now we are in an era of prosperity with the Disney company. We are really looking forward to what the future holds. Greg, I'm so excited of what this podcast holds, man. This was a lot of fun. 
Catch us every single Monday. Don't forget, subscribe to the Chip and Company Podcast Network. Make sure you're smashing that subscribe button for five, count it, five podcasts throughout the course of your week to stay inside of that Disney bubble. Uh, every single week over on Disney Podcast, we always ended with wishing that you have nothing but the best week ahead. And the way that we do that, Greg, is to say, we hope the rest of the week, ladies and gentlemen, is filled with faith, trust, and pixie dust. We'll see you real soon. Bye, Greg. Diz Life Podcast is brought to you by the Happiness is Addictive Collection. Happiness is Addictive is passionate about spreading laughter and creating smiles worldwide. They love bringing their global community together through optimism, cheer, hopefulness, merriment, and celebrating life's magical moments. They know how important it is to celebrate life's adventures, and their apparel will give you everlasting, one-of-a-kind memories through pixie-dusted family photos, compliments from park guests, and magical moments with cast members. They pride themselves on high-quality, custom-made apparel at competitive prices with world-class service. Let them help you create a lifetime of memories, whether you're Disney-bounding, kicking it poolside, participating in Run Disney Marathons, having costumed adventures, or just living your best Disney life. You can find their Happiness is Addictive shop on Etsy. You can also find them on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, and Pinterest. They are proud to be featured in Indie Central Florida, the Thoughtful Gift Club, and now here on Diz Life Podcast. Their collection was founded by a 15-year former cast member who knows how to enhance your magical moments for a lifetime of memories with your family. Don't forget to use promo code DISLIFE15 to take an extra 15% off. What are you waiting for? Head over to Etsy and start getting happy today. Follow the link in our show notes and you'll find out for yourself that happiness is addictive.